0: Arizona basketball certainly looked the part in their first game, and it is a variety of newcomers. It was a reason why. We're going to talk about all of that and more on Locked on Wildcats. You are Locked on Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. Happy Tuesday, Wildcat fans. This show is brought to you by Game Time. All right, now we're going to talk all Arizona basketball this show because that is what we deserve because Arizona was out there this past – week, actually, it was out there last night. And here's the deal. Um, This was a very, very impressive performance by the University of Arizona. I know that – I know that uh, Arizona, or excuse me, I know that uh, Morgan State's not very good. We'll get to that in a little bit. They clearly stink. But this Wildcats team is far more dynamic than they were in the past. And not only are they far more dynamic, they're also able to uh, just do a lot of things that last year's team wasn't able to do. And by last year's team, I mean last year's team. I think Tommy Lloyd got the absolute most out of them that he could, but the one problem, though, with last year's team was is that they just didn't um, they just didn't have they just didn't have players that could make plays off the bounce. And when you don't have players that can make plays off the bounce, you don't have uh, you're going to always be limited. On top of that, too, you didn't really have an entirely a uh, tough group of players out there, which can be kind of frustrating, I think, for uh, Wildcat fans because. You're used to having, you know, some front court, some front line players, though, that are able to uh, kind of make that next step that are, you know, your Benedict Matherins of the world. That, yes, they're very good, but they also got a little bit of an edge to them. Last year's team, it was like fake edges, though, like Kirk whatever, man, like a lot of cool stuff right there, but. Well, really short on substance at the end of the day. And Azulis Tabellus was obviously a much better basketball player. But the problem, though, with Azulis Tabellus was, is that he just was not the toughest dude in the world. And... When you're tough. when you're not, that when you're the best player on the team, but you're also not the toughest guy in the world, that can uh, that can be a problem. That can rear its ugly head, and that certainly did rear its ugly head. We do not like that. All right, Tommy Lloyd took inventory of this year's team and said, "All right, we will, there will be no more of this. We are going to have a tougher team out there." And you certainly saw that. Uh, you certainly saw that stepping in there from day one, and a big part of it too. I mean, let's just be honest here, is that you got players that can dribble the basketball now. And not only do you have players that can dribble the basketball, you also have players that don't look like they are shy or worried about the moment. And um, I think a big part of that is that, I mean, let's be honest here. Um, You've got guys that are fairly, uh, you've got guys that are fairly, uh, that are fairly adept at it caleb love has been there before not only has caleb love been there before he has excelled in those moments granted there's been some times too where they haven't been the toughest team in the world i get all of that but i do think that um it is fair to say that uh this is going to be a much much tougher team and again that is a big tip of the cap to tommy lloyd right there um tommy lloyd is a uh, tommy lloyd is the player or is the coach who um Ah, uh, Tommy Lloyd is the coach who is super, super not, or is uh, able to take inventory of his roster. And again, last year I thought they really overachieved. That's uh, not only did they overachieve, but you know they were certainly better than I think a lot of people uh, expected them to be. But come tournament time, that's generally when the hammer meets the anvil. Oh, is that the term hammer me? Yeah, whatever. You guys are all smarter than me. You know the term. Uh, The hammer, uh, the hammer meets the anvil and um, Arizona just was not tough enough. Not only were they not tough enough, they weren't close to being tough enough. And I think that was uh, something that Tommy Lloyd did. Now, a lot of coaches would say, who cares? I am Tommy Lloyd. I am 61 and 11 as a uh, head coach. I almost said as a starter, but I am 61 and 11 as a head coach. I will do what I want when I want out there and but he didn't do any of that because again like he said he's kind of in his infancy as a uh, he's kind of in his infancy as a head coach and not only is he is in his infancy as a head coach he's also kind of still at the point where he's figuring things out and he's not above being able to figure things out or not not only is he not above uh being able to kind of just figure, you know, look around, take inventory of what exactly is going on. He's able to say that, all right, we need to do this. We need to do that. I need better players here. And he went out and did it. It's a totally different team right now. And, again, we're going to break down those players one by one because that's what we should do. But um, uh, but Tommy Lloyd, though, again, um, the guys who are the, – the really, really good coaches are the ones who uh, – are the ones who, again, are able to say, all right, I got to be able to do this. We got to be able to do that. And even no matter what the record is, they're always looking to be able to add a little bit of fuel to their team. And Tommy Lloyd has done exactly that with this team. And again, You got Duke coming up here. We're going to be talking about Duke throughout the week. Obviously that's going to be a, uh, that's going to be a big game, obviously for Arizona, the number 12 team going into Cameron to play the number two team, but Arizona doesn't have a lot of weaknesses there. Again, Arizona is uh, you're going into a game where there it's going to be tough. Like there's no doubt about it. Nobody's going into Cameron indoor stadium and saying, (laughs) who are these guys right here? But From the point guard position to the shooting guard position to the small forward position to the power forward position to the center position, all of these players are, I think, drastically improved from positions of last year. And I think they're better equipped to be able to win some of these games. And not only do I think they're better equipped to be able to win some of these games, I think they're going to embrace the moment because, again – that's the other thing in college basketball. You need players out there that can embrace the moment, that actually want to be there, that look like they want to be there. That is where it is different, though, for the University of Arizona. And I think that's also kind of what's exciting about this uh, this roster right here is that you've got players that have been there. Keshaw Johnson has been there. He was in a national championship game last year and had 13-4. and four. Uh, Caleb Love has dropped uh, thirty, almost 30 points in a Final Four game. These, your, uh, Jane Bradley was on probably the most talented team in the country last year. These are guys, again, the old axiom been there, done that, got the t-shirt. They all have been there. They've all done that. They've all got the t-shirts and last year's team didn't have that. And last year's team, again, kind of had some front runners in Kerr, Kerr Carissa. Again, don't want to keep beating up on him, but I think Kerr was kind of emblematic of what was wrong with last year's team in that, He had a, um, he just kind of, you just had a feel about Kirk Carissa that when it really came down to it, he really wasn't going to be there. Tommy Lloyd replaced that with a lot of players too. And there were a few overlooked parts of that as well that we're going to get to. But first, FanDuel. FanDuel, my friends. Now, you might be listening and hearing me talk about the U of A and you're like, man, where can I bet on this team? Arizona Duke coming up. Thanks for asking. FanDuel.com. Uh, fanDuel.com backslash locked on college. Check it out right there. All kinds of good stuff. You will thank me later. Not only will you thank me later, you will tell you will also uh you will also get it that this is the place that you want to bet. Because again, all these uh all these uh places a lot of these places they're fly by night you don't really know what to expect fanDuel is here everybody trusts FanDuel because uh not only do uh uh, not only does everybody trust FanDuel, it's fun. You got basketball games, you're betting on a basketball game. It's even more enjoyable if you got a little bit of skin in the game right there, my friends. Check it out fanDuel.com backslash locked on. Thanks for making Locked On Wildcats your first listen of the day. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, now, 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 friends let's talk about some of the newcomers but first we also need to acknowledge that we need to take this with a grain of st- salt grain of salt grain of salt because Morgan State stinks uh that's one of the worst teams obviously in Division One basketball not really sure what else to say and not only is it one of the worst teams in uh, Division One uh, basketball but it's essentially this is like back in the day when the uh, U of A would play teams like the Marathon Oil Or whatever, you're like, man, these teams blow, these teams stick. But now let's talk about the newcomers on this team. The first newcomer we need to talk about is Caleb Love. We talked about Caleb Love a great deal throughout the season. And guess what? If you're bored of, if you're tired of hearing about Caleb Love, you also need to, um, you also need to uh, be able to understand that uh, he's the best player on this team. He's the one guy that can score whenever he wants. You can tell why he, you can tell why he is um why he's in the position that he's in um again about 6 foot 3 can kind of get his shot wherever he wants can get the pull up can get the three just a lot of things to like about mr Caleb love right there and honestly i know that um um i know that uh you know there it's kind of a uh it's kind of a taboo subject with north carolina fans I don't care. I think Hubert Davis is a crummy coach. Not only is Hubert Davis a crummy coach, you've got a player in love that you're essentially saying, all right, just go out there and have uh, – just just go out there and um, do the uh, – just go out there and essentially do the uh, – do what you can. Um, it doesn't matter that 12 uh, – it doesn't matter that 12 people are looking right at you with the ball – um, do your own th- do your own thing. And of course, that is going to lead to crummier percentages. Again, not really breaking any news right there, my friends. Not really breaking any news. That's going to lead to crummier percentages. But Caleb Love is that dude, though. Uh, with the Tommy gun, Tommy Lloyd is a much better offensive coach. He's not going to allow Caleb Love to do that, nor is he going to put Caleb Love in that position. Because Caleb Love does not deserve to be in that position right there. Because um, when you're that talented, a lot of times you're, uh, you need things to, you know, you get your two to three dribbles, then you make plays, then you attack the basket. Caleb Love is going to be just that for the University of Arizona. I think you got to be incredibly excited by what Caleb Love has been able to do and what he's going to be able to do for the University of Arizona. Big time pickup for the Tommy Gunn. All right, now, Keyshawn Johnson was exactly what the doctor ordered. Um, last year's team, like I said, you had some good players, but you had a lot of weenies out there. You had a lot of front runners, players who just weren't weren't that tough, didn't really look like they embraced the situation. Kay, or Keyshawn Johnson will embrace this situation. He is the proverbial, been there, done that, got the T-shirt, my friends. Um, and you watch what he was able to do, again, at San Diego State. This dude's an enforcer, big guy out of Oakland. Again, you look at his – body this guy was meant to play basketball not only was he meant to play basketball he was meant to play basketball his senior year at the university of arizona how about that for foreshadowing right there again i do think though he'll be something like 14 points eight or nine rebounds something to that effect um but you also again you needed an enforcer last year's team just didn't have that last year's team was very short on enforcers keshaw is going to be one of those dudes and not only is Keyshawn Johnson going to be one of those guys, uh, it'll be fascinating to see offensively how far he goes because Tommy Lloyd clearly is going to give him a little bit of uh, a little bit of leeway that he didn't necessarily have last year, and by that I mean that a little bit of leeway he didn't have last year, and that he's going to be, have the opportunity to showcase some of his offensive game. If he's got an open three, he's going to be allowed to take it. Um, if he thinks that he can take his guy off the dribble off a bounce or two, he's going to be able to do that. That's why Keshaw Johnson came to the university of Arizona. And again, I think this was a match made in heaven because, um, again, Arizona needed somebody just like him Arizona needed somebody that was going to be that enforcer was not going to be pushed around and wasn't just going to uh, sit there and talk about how tough they were they were actually going to act on it and uh, make life difficult for uh, make life difficult for uh, teams. And players trying to get in there. Keyshawn Johnson, a very, very welcome addition to this University of Arizona basketball team. Then the other guy we got to get talk about, Jaden Bradley. Jaden Bradley. Now he's coming off the bench. He's probably going to be a super sixth man, but watch him. He's quick. He's athletic. He can get after the. Uh, he can get after the plays. A lot to like about uh, Mr. Uh, Jaden Bradley right there. Not only is there a lot to like about Jaden Bradley, I think he's going to be the long-term point guard here. uh, If Kylan Boswell moves on after a year or whatever happens, Jaden Bradley, I think is going to be that dude. Gives you a little bit, something different there. A little bit quicker, a little bit more, a little bit stronger, a little bit more athletic. And again, He's played at the highest level. He was at Alabama last year. And I was glad that Alabama went down. I thought that was karma coming back at them for that Brandon Miller situation. But Jaden Bradley put up six and three there and had some really good games against some good teams. 19 points against Bay. Or it was either Baylor or Gonzaga. I can't think off the top of my head, but Arizona will definitely welcome his quickness, his strength, everything that he represents. Arizona will take because Arizona did not have any of that at the guard positions last year. Um, but again, another player that is going to play a ton of minutes this year for the university of Arizona. And we are glad to have him now. With the uh, 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 another player though that we got to talk about a lot of good newcomers here, KJ Lewis. KJ Lewis is the epitome of a player that was probably downgraded a little bit. Nobody quite knows why, but that's a top 30 national player. That is not what fringe top 100 prospects look like. Not only is it not what fringe top 100 players look like, it's not even close to what fringe top 100 prospects look like. Um, He's probably the best NBA prospect on the team. There's a lot, again, to like about him and that uh, that he can defend. He can finish at the hoop. And not only can he finish at the hoop, he is able to make thing. He's able to make plays for others. Um, a guy that kind of just gets basketball right there. Again, woefully undervalued on the national stage by the uh, uh, by the recruiting experts. We blame certain people for that, but you know what? We are happy to have KJ Lewis here at the University of Arizona because the more NBA players that uh, the more NBA players you get. Or the future NBA players, generally, the better sign it is for everybody. But KJ Lewis, big time, big time player right there. Um, now you also got Montias Crevis. Montias Crevis, I didn't know what to make of him. Uh, seven foot two, two hundred forty five pound, uh, uh, big man out of uh, out of uh, uh, overseas, obviously. But he might be the wild card to the team. Now, if you were going to go and watch him last second, but you don't know where to go, game time, my friends. Check it out. Download the game time app. Use code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for $20 off. Uh, Going to an Arizona game is going to be fun this year. But you got to remember, got to remember, these tickets are going like hotcakes, my friends. So if you don't know how to get in there or you got to get to 621-CATS, Whatever the case may be, and uh, you can't get them. Game time can many times help you out there. Not only can it many times help you out, it can help you out get you some of the best pro- uh, tickets at the right prices, my friends. Again, check it out. Game time. Use code locked on for twenty dollars off. Download the Game Time app today. Thanks for making Locked On Wildcats your first listen of the day. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, now, now, let's talk about Montias Krivis. I had no clue what to make of him when he came in because a lot of times when you get the players from overseas, they can really be boom or bust. So far, Tommy has not hit on these players. Henry, Adama Ball, uh, well, maybe he did hit on Philly B. Who knows? But Arizona, though, uh, definitely hit the ball out of the park with Montius Crevis at about seven foot two, two hundred forty-five pounds. My physical dimensions as well. He is a uh, he's a monster down there. He is going to actually after Umar Ballo leaves, he will be the starting center at the U of A for as long as uh, for as long as he uh, as he is here. Um, he's methodical in the low post. Not only is he a methodical in the low post, he can look around, he can address the situation, and he knows that. All right, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, and he's going to get fouled a lot. But he's going to be big time, especially if Keshaw Johnson or uh, Umar Ballo, leader of men, goes down for a little bit. Nice having him right there. Nice having him right there, I'll tell you that. Um, now, the backbones of this team, though, still coming back. It's not all newcomers. Umar Balow, like we said, leader of men, looks very good. Um, got back into shape after getting out of shape, getting a little chubby in the offseason. But Umar is back. And not only is Umar back, Umar looks very good in the process. Looking for a 15-8 and eight type year out of Umar before he moves on. But again, Umar looked fantastic. Kylan Boswell running the show right there. I think it's fair to say that Kylan Boswell at that point guard spot is uh, feeling good about himself and not only is he feeling good about himself he should feel good about himself the three point shot looks good he's out of tad boyle's hair and he's back with the tommy gun that is a good thing i think that he's going to be a fringe all conference player um again somebody that probably gets 14 points, four or five assists. And I think he's going to shoot a fairly good percentage. Uh, those two, obviously big players that back then our guys, uh, Pella Larson, the Swedish pinball Pella Larson, my bad Pella. As the saying goes, Pella Larson is a, uh, Pella Larson is, um, He's going to be a really good defender for Arizona. I think he's going to be able to. Uh, I think he's going to be able to finish pretty, uh, pretty strong around the hoop. Again, don't want him dribbling the ball. He's probably going to be good for a, a turnover or two per game, but overall, a really nice player. And I think he is going to be complemented very well by this University of Arizona team and who the players are around them. But again, Pella Larson got to be uh, got to be very happy with it. Overall, though, this is a really good team, folks. Um, this is a better team than last year's team that was a number two seed in the tournament. But you kind of always felt that that was a little bit of smoke and mirrors, mainly because. Uh, you didn't have players that could make plays off the bounce. You also didn't have the toughest team in the world. And that certainly showed itself against Princeton, but overall, like we said, you got to give the Tommy gun a lot of credit here because Tommy Lloyd certainly knew what he needed to do right there. All right. Now tomorrow we are going to talk more about Arizona basketball. Obviously you got Duke coming up here. Then you got Arizona football right around the corner. Our ranked university of Arizona wildcats football program. But on that note, as always, really appreciate you all making Locked On Wildcats your first listen of the day. I'm your host, Mike Luke. We will be back with you tomorrow. Go, cats, and back the A.